So today, many of you have set aside your to-do lists and news updates, emails, demands from the world around you. And you are devoting yourselves to a day of just sitting. Of course, taking care of what needs to be done during breaks for meals, taking care of housework, of others who need your assistance, and then returning to sit with full attention as our AA friends put it, letting go and letting God. Just being present to the unimaginable beauty of this unfolding spring to the renewal of practice. Dropping all ideas about what you are doing You just surrender to the breath, to each moment as it is. When you get out of the way, Zazen is doing Zazen. There is no self apart from others. There are no separate others. There is just sitting. Just being breathed. Your body is the body of the universe. So fundamentally, everything is perfect and complete. As Shakyamuni Buddha realized, 
sitting in this ultimate perfection, there is, as Rinzai put it, nothing to do. Buji. And yet, from the great empathy that deepens with consistent Buddhist practice. We feel everything so deeply. We know others suffering as our own. We feel the pain of injustice, of fear, of hunger, oppression, loneliness. And we ourselves are vulnerable. And we may feel inadequate, insufficient in our ability to respond. We may wonder if we have anything to offer. In case 10 of the Mumon Khan, the gateless barrier, a monk named Seize goes to Sozan, co-founder of the Soto School of Zen, and says, I am utterly alone and destitute. I beg you for your support. Sozan calls out, Seize! Seize answers, Hi! Yes. Sozan says, you have finished three cups of the finest wine in China. And yet you say you have not even moistened your lips. So what is it to be utterly alone and destitute? 
maybe what comes to mind is all those whose poverty continues to worsen are falling into an endless descent or to those who are dying alone in their rooms or in ICUs all over the world or those who are languishing in prisons those who are suffering hatred and aggression on a daily basis or and we might see Seize's statement as being spiritually bereft lost in the dark night of the soul as the carmelite mystic saint john of the cross termed it what is real spiritual poverty Meister Eckhart said, as long as you will do God's will and yearn for eternity and God, you are not really poor. For he who is poor is he who wills nothing, knows nothing, and wants nothing. Or as the Zen verse puts it, last year's poverty was not yet real poverty. This year's poverty is for the first time poverty indeed. I think it's safe to say that no matter what our circumstances, we come to Buddhist practice very rich rich in concepts, rich in preferences, rich in ideas about spiritual attainment. And at the same time, we may be stuck in a poverty mentality of a very different kind. 
In other words, not spiritual poverty, but mental poverty, conceptual poverty. And there we may feel lacking. We may feel fearful that we don't have what it takes to do true practice, let alone to face the demands of our daily lives, face others' needs with wisdom and compassion. But this sense of inadequacy really has to be, has to be faced and radically accepted. It's a necessary first step to entering into real spiritual poverty. Bob Dylan put it this way, when you ain't got nothing, you have nothing to lose. And Seize is coming from this kind of having nothing, being nothing, acquiring nothing, depending on nothing, alone and destitute. Someone told me I've lost my way. I don't feel that there's anything there. I call out and there's no answer. I no longer have faith in my practice. I feel cut off, alone. This feeling of utterly alone and destitute. It was as if he'd been riding along and suddenly a hole opened up in the pavement. The road collapsed, maybe from an earthquake, maybe due to some, something under the surface, some inner rot of stagnation old, outmoded, 
assumptions and beliefs. And suddenly swallowed up. No way back. Nothing to depend on. And then this person said, nothing works. And then, wow, nothing works. Nothing works. This is the fine wine right in the midst of utter destitution. Some of you know the book called Lying Awake by Mark Salzman. It's a fictional account of a Carmelite nun, and she's come to this point. She feels her heart, her faith, everything is squeezed dry, wrung out. And as Salzman writes, God thirsted but she had nothing to offer. The Gregorian melody sung without harmony sounded like dirges. She knew that in the religious life, everything was turned either upside down or inside out. To gain, one had to lose everything first. The only path to victory was through surrender. To become full, one had to become empty. So feeling such loneliness, such a hole at the center of her being, that she implored God for an answer. She asked desperately, how long, oh Lord, will you forget me? How long will you hide your face? And Salzman writes, the response came all at once, as if a dam had burst in her soul. Her search for God had been like a hand trying to grasp itself. God, who is infinite, cannot become present because he can never be absent. And then she realized, oh, you were here all along. 
to experience despair, to completely give up hope, to surrender to whatever circumstances may find ourselves in, inside and outside, is really an essential part of our maturing in Buddha's wisdom. This is a maturing not only as Zen students, but as human beings. There is no difference. And we have to get rid of the idea that things will get better. Like those entering into hell in Dante's Inferno, we must abandon hope, all ye who enter here. What is hope? Hope that there'll be some progress, that things will work out just fine, that the circumstances we're dealing with now will somehow resolve themselves. No more pandemic, no more racism, no more annoying people in our lives. You know, above the entrance to the Zendo at Ryutakuji in Mishima is Hakuin's calligraphy. Great doubt, Zendo. To practice truly is to have the courage to doubt everything to doubt all our ideas about what practice is about, what spiritual striving will do for us, how it will improve our lives. We have to plunge into doubt. And ceaselessly question what, why? The Diamond Sutra says over and over again, it is not this. It is only called this. Or in the Lankavatara Sutra, things are not what they seem nor are they otherwise.
to give up all our notions about gaining something, attaining something, achieving something. To give it all up and be willing to enter that black hole of great doubt. This is being utterly destitute. And this is being what Rinzai calls deprived. So evidently, Seize had tasted this deprivation. Having given everything up, having felt I am nothing, I am empty. No more maneuvering, no more self absorption, no more manipulating circumstances, just surrendering and nothing to prove. So he went to Sozan to test this nothing to prove mind and see what Sozan could give in the way of support or challenge Sozan. Will you support me? So what does Sozan say to Seize's request? He calls out, Seize, and immediately Seize replies, Hi, just this, yes. Here I am. This exchange is the entire koan. Seize, hi. Here am I, the entire universe. Yes, to it all, to this very place, this lotus land of purity, this very body, the body of the Buddha, which has no form, no substance, no fixed, separated identity, no limits. And therefore, Sozan says, you have finished three cups of the finest wine in China. And yet you say, 
You have not yet moistened your lips. You say you are empty. Are you stuck in moo? You say, I have nothing. I'll take that nothing from you. You have drunk these three cups. Can you taste your life? Can you move freely in this world of phenomena and differentiation? Can you respond to all cries from your original nature that has no agenda? takes no unchanging form, that is unconditioned. So here we are on this 14th day of June, 2020. Each of us is filled with three cups of the finest wine in this pure land. The three treasures, Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, the threefold refuge from which we are never apart. How delicious.